0: the al dente podcast this week is a very special episode where i am joined by two very special guests from all the way across the world in vancouver canada firstly we have ambience head of business development amanda our second guest is first year doctor of dental medicine student at university of british columbia brendan thank you guys so much for joining me on the pod um how have you guys been i heard brendan you recently had exams how'd they go Uh, yeah
1: thanks for having us on the podcast uh they went pretty well Hopefully, so fingers crossed, but
0: yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so um, we'll jump straight in. So from my understanding, dental school and the admissions process in Canada is very different to Australian dental school admissions process. So here we have a lot of universities that actually offer it as an undergrad course. So a number of students... Are actually fresh from high school, and they sit an aptitude exam called the UMAT or the UCAT, and then they have an interview, and that's basically uh, the admissions process along with their high school results, of course. Um, so, what's the admissions process like in Canada?
1: Um, it is quite well similar. It has similar aspects, but for the most part, we have to finish our first undergraduate degree, and it can be realistically in anything as long as you get the pre prerequisites done. And then we do have a similar uh test as well. It's called the dat over here. Uh, I can't I'm not entirely sure what it stands for. I think it's dental aptitude test or something like that as well. Uh, and then you write that and then based on your university uh grades and that exam score and your interview, you can apply to schools. And then
0: yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it sounds quite similar still, just a different <coughs> abbreviation. That's all <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> All right. So um, the Doctor of Dental Medicine or DMD program is a four year course. Could you give a brief overview of what those four years look like and when do you guys start working on like plastic teeth or like seeing real patients?
1: Yeah. Um, so we start working on plastic teeth maybe probably two months into dental school. We spend the first month or so uh, just starting to learn our intro to. Uh, to all like our general medicines and then uh, uh what's it called like our ergonomics i'm not sure if you guys have that as well oh, but, yes. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> um, but yeah we spend the first month our first year or so mainly on mannequin heads with plastic teeth and next week actually we have volunteer patients coming in for our uh, extra oral intraoral exams and then, yeah, that kind of continues out throughout second year where you start doing exams on real patients where they're coming into the school and um, they're essentially paying for the service. Mm-hmm. And then in third or fourth, third and fourth year, you start doing more of the uh, restorations and you know, just your dentures and so on, like they'll do extractions in fourth year as well. So you start getting more into the patient focused care in uh, third and fourth year.
0: Ah, yes. Okay. I'm just trying to get my head around it because, like, um, my degree at the University of Adelaide is five years. So we do get a bit more time. And I think in first year, we first and second year, we practice on each other. And then in third year, we start um, seeing real patients, so public dental patients, and we do small, easy fillings on them and cleans as well. So it is a bit different, but I understand that, like, it would be different with four-year versus five-year degree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, We're so working
1: that's... on each other too. Oh, sorry. No, we are working on each other too right now. That's just when we get our first practice.
0: Ah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So, how has the DMD program adapted to COVID?
1: Oh. Um, so I can't really speak entirely on that because I this is my first year, so I haven't I didn't have any I haven't had any experience of regular. But I, as far as I know, they've switched to a like semi hybrid version of it where we have at least one day online and then some days or some classes throughout the week will also be online um yeah I think what's also been really good with the uh, adaptation is that professors are now recording their lectures so we can always go back to that if we need to and yeah Ah,
0: so were they not recorded before COVID is that a new thing now
1: I'm not entirely sure if it's a new thing but I, I know that a lot of students pushed uh, or really enjoyed that. And the professors made it clear that they um, are are aiming towards making it more available for students.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like sometimes like with COVID, we have like 50% capacity in our clinics, unfortunately, but there's also like some good points. Like um, a lot of professors are more like IT aware and trying to yeah. adapt it so that um, yeah, like using more different different programs and stuff like that. So yeah, there is definitely some benefit that's come out of all of this. Yeah. Okay. So um, we haven't heard much from our other guest, Amanda. So Amanda, could you tell us a bit about the company Ambience and your main product, the Loop Shield? Oh, you're Ambience on mute. So on
2: oh, okay. am I still on mute? Oh, no, you're not. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ambience was founded... Um, by a Canadian father and son duo, Dr. Scott Yamoka. He's a periodontist here in Vancouver. And, you know, just three months into the pandemic, they realized that they need to get like high quality PPE. Um, But all the shields that he tried were just unfortunately um, really uncomfortable. They didn't fit his loops and lights. Um, He had a glare that caused him and his team headaches and eye strain. Um, And I think that probably sounds pretty familiar. Um, So at that time, Zach, uh, who is Dr. Yamoka's son, he was working as a design engineer for Dyson. Um, and so him and his dad kind of collaborated on this kind of project to create a better face shield for all the dental professionals. So after a while, after five months, I believe a development and I think 58 prototypes <laughs> later, um, Dr. Scott Yamoka and Zach uh, created the loop shield. So the loop shield was exactly created uh, to resolve all the issues that you guys have been probably dealing with, with standard face shields. So yeah, again, it's going to fix things like glare, comfortability and space for all loops and lights. Um, yeah, and I think a really important part about the Loop Shield actually, it has an anti-glare visor. So it actually has 10 times less reflection than standard face shields. Um, and it lasts for like a year or more with proper care. And since you guys are students, it's probably going to be even longer than that. Um, so, yeah, it's a really interesting shield. And it's really helped people resolve, um, you know, their work life and help them at school, just helping them focus. So it's been a really great product. So I'm happy that it's here in Australia now.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like even at the um, Adelaide Dental Hospital where the uh, undergrad the dental students uh, are placed, we've seen like I think they encourage students if we have to wear loops, which is the case for endodontics as well as fixed pros as well. um, Yeah, to get the ambience face shield. So it was really great to see to see that and like. Definitely with the dentist that I work with and with the students as well, like um, with one of the masks is actually we have to wear a shield because it's not fluid resistant. So when we wear our loops and then that mask that we've been perfectly fitted for, it becomes quite a big issue. Um, My question is, I hope this isn't a silly one, but how do you actually clean the shield after, you know, between
2: patients? Yeah, of course. So between patients, what we do for like residue and splatter, it's just super simple, just like soap and water, you just wash it with a soft towel. Um, and then for disinfecting, all we use is IPA or ethanol. Um, and you can just spray that down and wipe it down with a soft cloth as well. Oh, awesome. Okay, so that sounds pretty easy. That's yeah, great. yeah yeah exactly yeah and I know that like a lot of like schools or a hospital use caba wipes as well and again you can just kind of rub that all over and then rinse off the residue again yeah oh,
0: easy easy awesome yeah, okay. okay so we're just halfway through so we'll have a word from our sponsors now
1: right evans partners the dental accounting and finance specialists our people are here to assist you in every step of your career whether you're a student dentist or business owner We have the tools and the experience to see you succeed. Our dental graduate program provides you with a complimentary tax return or business activity statement and a financial health check to help you kickstart your career. Contact us today via our website, Facebook and Instagram or on 8208 4777 to start planning your financial future. WEP, with you every step of the way.
0: Going back. To the DMD program. How have you guys been using the ambience um, loop shield in your degree? And what benefits have you guys discovered using it?
1: Oh, that's a great question. It might be a little bit of a lengthy answer, but um so we use it essentially anytime we're in the in the clinic, which I think is similar to what you guys are doing from what I've from what I understand. Um and I'm not sure what you guys have used before, prior to the ambience ones, but I remember in the first few days of clinic, they gave us these really sm- small ones that had just this tiny little bit of space between literally my nose and the face shield. And whenever I breathed or <laughs> took a breath, it would just fog up my whole shield. And I was instead of spending more time, probably wiping my shield than wiping my off. Cause that's like, that was the oh first God. day of just cleaning the operatory. And I spent more time doing that. And, um, as soon as I got my ambience one that like completely changed at least that part, like from, from difficulty cleaning to easily cleaning, it was like night and day. Uh, and especially in terms of, uh, comfort. Cause like, um, uh, with the ones that the school provided us, like they're not necessarily the best quality ones, I would say. And, um, they were pretty tight on your head and they would just cause a lot of discomfort versus the ambience ones. Like they're, even though they're bigger lighter, which is great. And you can just generally see a lot more. So um yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm true. just sure
1: that transition's been pretty good.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because like um as you'll discover Brendan, like as a dental student, you've got enough on your plate that maybe wiping your shield isn't isn't something that we'd want to be added onto all the things that we've got to consider when we're in clinic. One of the face shields that we um that I've used is like it's got notches at the back and then it's really hard finding the perfect notch that's like wide enough for my head, but also like not too, like it, it's either falling down or it's like giving me a headache. And I'm like, oh, like I feel like with some of the PPE, you've always got to like um, choose one or the other, you know, like like either it's comfort or it's safety, you know, like something like that. So I think like something like the ambient space shield that is produced by a dentist that knows all of the things that we have to do um, is definitely a, a great product yeah
2: yeah I think you like hit the nail on the head with that like I think one of our mottos at Ambience that have we kind of like took on recently or you know for a while actually but we just feel like you know you don't need to choose between comfort or safety they're not mutually exclusive Mm -hmm. because that's exactly what we don't want students and dental professionals to be doing we want them to you know be able to do the job just as well as they used to do while also having that extra layer of security and safety so yeah you definitely hit that right there
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah so um but moving on to the next question Um, So I guess, which other universities in Australia or around the world uh, use Ambience and what have they said about the Loop Shield?
2: Yeah, so we actually, well, I mean, we recently just launched in Australia. So we haven't done our school outreach in Australia yet. Um, however, I've been in contact with like educators and students at like James Cook University, obviously, you guys at Adelaide, and then uh, UWA and you Sydney, um, just kind of really getting in there. And we have some samples uh, that students are going to be testing out. So hopefully you'll see them kind of all over the place now. Um, but We have been rapidly expanding in North America, Um, large scale universities have been purchasing our shield for their student kids, as well as like smaller dental hygiene programs. So we're really hoping to do the same thing in Australia and just, you know, all over the world just to set a better standard for PPE. Um, I guess the comments that the students and educators have been um, really outstanding, you know, I think one of the best compliments that we've been receiving is that they forget that it's on their head and we're like, perfect. That's exactly what we want to hear. We don't even want you to feel it practically. So we, you know, when I open my email inbox or like our DMs in the morning to kind of like clear those out, um, I have students like messaging me just saying that they're really thankful um, for the ambient shield, because I know a lot of people were just saying they feel a lot more confident in clinic when they do their exams. Now they're not worrying about these extra layer of things that they really don't need to worry about so it it's a real pleasure actually just reading those like reviews because I think that's exactly why Ambience was created um yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely like sometimes these like obstacles that we face we don't even realize that they're there until they're gone you know so definitely I can I can understand like that's amazing that you've had such great feedback from students all over the world you know yeah yeah that's great okay so moving on to our next question. So I guess once we settle into some form of normality and restrictions surrounding COVID ease, what do you think the future and the place of shields
2: would be in the health industry? Yeah, so we kind of talked about this like as a team and the Dr. Yamoka also have like, an interview with Dentistry IQ and this is kind of a quote taken from him it was just that face shields will become a part of the regular PPE for dentists um, much the same way that gloves became part of our protection after the HIV crisis in the 80s um, so you know we've also talked to people at conferences and just students or other dental professionals who kind of you know once they took off like put on the shield during COVID realized all the splatter that was going on um, and then realizing they have to wash it off and they're like, wait, this is <laughs> what's going on, and like what's touching my face and everything like that. And it's pretty gross. Um, so it's really becoming just more of a standard um like material or, or like safety that people are adding. Um, and then I think, especially with the ambience shield, having the quality that it does, um, it really isn't adding, really feeling like an extra layer, right? It's just, you know, that you have that safety there. Um, so the idea that facials would become part of the new standard for PPE for dentists um, really resonates with a lot of dentists that we've talked to and same with dental hygienists. And I think that's, this is huge for dental students right now because You know, if that's kind of where the dental professionals are seeing it going, um, it's best that they kind of, you know, get the best shield that they can right now, understand how to use it, understand how it works in, you know, the space that they're in, um, and then bring that into the clinics when they're, um, you know, graduated. So I think it's really important that, you know, they have that extra layer there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, that's another benefit that's come out of COVID, like us reevaluating the efficiency and efficacy of our PPE. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely, like once I tried, I'm not sure if you guys use like the N95 masks in clinic. Once I've started using that, I'm like, wow, like a normal surgical mask actually doesn't do anything, you know? So it's, it's, yeah, you're definitely right. Like it's, I think it'll be good when we come out of COVID and we're all more protected and we're all more aware of just how easily bacteria can be transmitted and like what oral health professionals are actually exposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's wrapping up this episode. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add before we finish up?
2: No, I, I don't think yeah? so. Okay. Brendan does.
1: Yeah. I think I just have one more thing based on saying like on the good thing of the shield is like, I, I never got a chance to use it. Uh, the ones that they provide us with, uh, with loops, but I cannot imagine using the ones that they provide with us with loops. Cause like, again, that thing's right against your face. And unless you're given like, I don't know, just some insane loops, there's no way you would be able to put on both the loops and the face shield. So I noticed that, um, Mm-hmm. that and my classmates have actually noticed that when uh, you're putting on the ambient face shield and the loops it makes a it's a world of difference because we do have a couple of classmates that don't have it and they kind of wish they did
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I mean that was a funny thing too when I would like talk to students at like other like dental schools or dental hygiene schools they would say oh yeah like we're just using just the ones with the foam and they would <laughs> cut out a square on the visor so that their loops and their lights can fit outside of it. And I think my, like the founder, Zach and I were talking about this, we're like, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose <laughs> of the visor? Hey. So I mean, like that's, again, that's a, a huge reason why the ambient shield was created it's because people are really trying to get creative with it. And we're like, that doesn't seem to be doing its job. And, you know, they're really trying to work their ways around it. But Um, hopefully with the ambient shield, if they get it into their hands now, um, again, with the, the kind of eight centimeters of clearance that you can fit any loops or line, and that isn't an issue that anybody has to deal with anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I've had to use the foam ones, and and like between patients, like the foam comes off, and I'm like, oh, like (laughs) I gotta, I gotta like fix it up. And like you're, you're definitely right, Brendan. Like there's no way I've got loops. Um, I know friends who have two point fives, but I've got three point fives, which are a bit longer. And there's absolutely no way that they'll fit under any conventional shield, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Company I I went with, but the
1: company I went with. like a a literal box of just face shields that i would never be able to use with the loops anyway So i was like why did i get sent all these complimentary face shields i'm not i'm never going to use them because they wouldn't ever work anyways but yeah yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. like it probably works for like maybe
2: other health practitioners who don't have to use loops but for us it's it's definitely tricky yeah
0: yeah
2: and i think that's a great thing i think that you mentioned as well like this was created by a periodontist right so he knows all the issues that everybody else is having and the he made the shield so that it you know targets all the issues that you're having like you were saying it's pinching your head and you only have that foam sliding down but it's like okay well because of that issue what they did was add like a head harness on the top so that you don't have it sliding down so um yeah so a lot of those issues that you guys have been bringing up that's exactly why the ambient shield was made yeah yeah,
0: amazing. Okay, so if you guys don't have anything else to add, um, I would just like to say um, thank you guys so much again for coming on to the podcast and um, we would also like to acknowledge and pay respects to the owners of the land. We are privileged to record the Al Dente podcast on the Ghana people and the Indigenous people of Vancouver, the traditional custodians of the land, waterways and skies across Adelaide and Vancouver. We thank them for sharing and for caring on the land in which we are able to share our experiences. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and we share our friendship and our kindness and massive shout out to chris who's our sound editor for always editing our, our <laughs> podcast episodes and don't forget to subscribe to the Identity podcast through spotify and apple podcasts okay thanks guys um, thank you for Boston. having us yeah thank yeah. you